All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Dismark and I have a show for you guys tonight. It is loaded. We've got Zeus passing away at 62. NXT War Games Fallout Smackdown AEW Annihilates. NXT in the ratings. WWE not so happy with Snoop Dogg. Vince reportedly sending some talent back to the PCs for more training. Eh, all that and more. I am Boxman. He is Smart, and we are your Dirt Sheet Dudes. Let's get this shit rolling, folks.
yeah. What is going on, everybody? I bet you're wondering, what in the hell is he playing right there? That is that is David Hasselhoff's metal song with the band called Q-Stack. Um, that is Q-Stack and David Hasselhoff right there. And I see I have my sound up on this computer, so I will stop that music uh, right now, actually. And I will turn that sound down. Sorry about that, everybody. What is going on, Dirt Sheet Dudes? I am Boxman. How's everybody doing? Smark! Yes, sir. Sir, how are you tonight, this Friday night? I am doing A-OK. How are you? Oh, actually pretty good, man. Actually woke up in a good mood, had a good day. Turning down the sound on this computer because we got a few more clips to play tonight. And uh, doing good, man. Doing very well. Even though we got a few little, uh, we got a few bad things to talk about tonight, which we'll get into in just a minute here. Real quick, though, uh, Smart, I don't know if you mind. I'd like to go ahead and knock these plugs out real quick, and then we'll go ahead and get into what we've got to get into. Because we do have a lot to get into. There's not a ton of news, um, but uh, we'll go ahead and get into some of this stuff real quick. Let's go ahead and knock out these plugs. Give me one sec. Just finding something to play. I and... do not mind at all. In fact, it is my pleasure. All it's right. My pleasure to plug everybody at home. Let's just plug them. Give them a big plug, one right in the face. Mm. Not like that. You perf. You fucking perf. Anyway, hi, Marks. I wanted you guys to check out Cheese Man, Mojo, and G Wiz. You can check those guys out every Sunday night. Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Network. That's right. Two T's in Mitt. Mixer.com slash Metal Mitt Network. Check those guys out. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Times on Sunday. And, of course, Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades. I want you to check those guys out right there. That's the Inhuman Experience. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. And I don't, I don't, I don't promise that much. But definitely go listen to them. Uh, all the usual podcast platforms, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, all those right there. You will find them. And, of course, Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, Blog Talk Radio. They are doing, as a matter of fact, they're doing one tomorrow. Um, Doug will be uh, giving his his Rain Man. Yeah. On Holly Race. Yeah. Holly Race. Definitely want to check that out tomorrow. Blog Talk. Definitely. Yeah. And Stephen Milan, I appreciate you sharing the show. Letterboxd, B-O-X-D dot com slash Stephen Milan. Double up those L's. That's where you can find him over there reviewing movies. And you can review us. You can review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. And if you're looking for the, the uh, archives, you can go to Shout Engine, but you can also go right to YouTube and find those archives right there. Smart. Let it roll, sir. Yes, sir. Monday. 8.30. Metal Mitt Podcast Network is the place you want to go because you want to listen to Cheese on Sports. That's what happens every Monday at 8.30 at Metal Mitt Podcast Network. And of course, be sure to the Planet Rack on Tour Podcast. It's Planet Rack on Tour Podcast. There's no better podcast to listen to when trimming the tree, lighting the menorah, or doing whatever the fuck happens on Kwanzaa. Bobby Anthem, Papa Dave Sincere, and Yuck Nasty are your guides. 16 episodes. Anywhere you get your gosh darn podcast, check them out. Oh, let them guide you to those 16 episodes. And happy Hanukkah out there to all the uh, Jewish folk. Uh, really, it's just a uh, early present opening for my children 
Um, they haven't figured it out yet. But um, <laughs> did you do like each day with them, or did you just do like one kind of this is Hanukkah, this is Christmas? No, we uh, we do the Hanukkah, but we uh, I've me growing up, my mom never took Christmas from us. We would always go to my grandmother's for the eight, basically the eight nights of uh, Hanukkah. But my parent, my my mother, who's a Jewish one, her favorite holiday is Christmas. She loves Christmas. She always has, always will. So she never took Christmas from us children. And I will never do it to mine. So we do all the nights of Hanukkah. But you got to remember Hanukkah. The presents are small and then a little bigger and then a little bigger. I mean, you know, you give them like Legos the first night and then pillows or we gave them pillows tonight. That's what you do. But then they do Christmas. I, I'm I'm never gonna. I, I would never want my kids to wake up on Christmas Day with nothing under the under their Hanukkah shrub, aka <laughs> Christmas tree. <Right. laughs> so that's kind of how we do it. Um, I guess we need to get into a little bit of bad news, um, even sad news. Um, Tiny Zeus Lister uh, did pass away. Um, I believe yesterday at 62 years old, um, reportedly he was experiencing some COVID uh, symptoms. Um, does not mean he died from COVID. Uh, TMZ didn't actually say he died from COVID. They did say he had some COVID symptoms, but that's all they really said. Um, I got to tell you, man, when icons from kind of my day go, it's, uh, it's a little tough, man. Um, you know, Zeus is known for a few things. Um, Smark, I'm sure you know many things he's known for. He he has been in WWE. We are going to play a couple of those promos for you guys tonight. Um, actually, right now, in, in a few minutes here. But you got to remember, uh, this is a guy who's been acting since 1984, Smark. Mm-hmm. He was in an episode of fucking Webster. Webster. That was his first acting job was a football player on Webster that old TV series um, and yes I'll go ahead and say it he was in one episode of NYPD Blue of course um, but obviously he had a he, he, he did a, I mean me and Anthony did No Holds Barred on the Hollywood Hangout um, you guys are welcome to listen to that go over to Shout Engine and check that out um, shoutengine.com slash Hollywood Hangout um, but obviously he's more known for the Friday movies. Mm-hmm. But really, this guy has been in so many movies. I mean, the fifth element. The guy was the president of the United of, of, of the fucking galaxy. In the fifth <laughs> element. I mean a lot he, of responsibility. Yeah. He has been in so many movies. He's done voices for video games. He has I mean, just all the things I've seen this guy in is just amazing. I mean, and, and you know, he's not the, the, the most popular actor in the world, I'll say that. But 220 credits, to, to 220 acting credits to his name. That's not an easy, easy thing to do. 220. Okay, he's got movies coming out even, I mean, he was filming, he was filming two movies right now uh, a movie called renegades and last chance to dance um 
so he did have movies coming out. We will see him in movies. There's one, two, three, four. There's four movies with him that are in post-production. We will see him in more movies coming out in 2021, maybe even after that, uh, depending on when these movies come out. But Smart, give me some, I mean, what are some of your really memorable things of Zeus? Uh, well, I mean, I, like, obviously one would be the Friday series. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see <laughs> Holds Bart as a child. Yeah. But I mean, outside of that, like like the, the Friday thing is obviously going to be like the most kind of pivotal thing that he's remembered by, but like it took on such a it took on such a big presence. Like his presence in the movie was so big and substantial and memorable that like I remember being in high school and like anytime somebody would like take something, they wouldn't say that they stole it. They'd say that they deboed it. Uh, that they just like fucking yeah. grab somebody's pencil or took somebody's fucking lunch money or whatever the fuck. So I mean, I don't know if necessarily having your name being synonymous with stealing is great, but like, you know what it is. Like it just it, it took on like a whole like cultural phenomenon in and of its own. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. It did. That's people. I mean, even in my days, people called it Debo and something from you. So yeah, it was. Uh... Oh, he was also in the uh, music video for that song "Riding Dirty," the Millionaire song. Oh, I know yeah. that doesn't mean much to you, probably, but there's other people. Basically, he played like a, uh, I believe he played a cop in that movie, or music video. So there it is. There, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, like you said, a lot of voice acting in video games using the Scarface video game. I yes. played that quite a bit. Uh, I'm just kind of looking through some other things because you, you never really kind of fully appreciate. Oh, he was in uh, fucking Austin Powers Gold Member. Yeah. Yeah, he was in one of those movies. Um, I mean, literally, if you look on IMDb and scroll through, you're going to be like, God damn, he was that, he was that, he was that. I mean, he was in the Dark Knight movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, man, 220 credits in movies and wrestling. Wrestling's <laughs> included in there to this guy's name. Whether he was in there for a, a minute or anything, you knew he was in there. I, literally, three days ago now, I watched the episode of MIPD Blue he was in. He played a guy named Bob. Um, basically, he was a hitman in that movie. He did not have a long part. He was in there for maybe two and a half, three minutes at the most. But, you know, I always remember Zeus, and I always... He was like one of the first big jacked guys I remember, you know? Just to me, right. just as a kid, I remember Zeus, and I'm like, God damn, this guy is just fucking jacked as a motherfucker. I mean, he's been in movies. I mean, he was in Jackie Brown. He was in a movie, gang-related. Um, I believe, you know what? I think me and Anthony did that movie. That was, uh, if I remember correctly, that was the one with Belushi, right? You, you know, yes. I, I can't answer that one, but what no, I did see it was, here. It was Belushi and Tupac. Me and Anthony did that movie also. <laughs> Well, there's another movie that he was in that you guys did that you 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 love. Yeah, I mean, I actually, did. and you know what? Actually, he was in Fat Beach. I I do shit on <laughs> Fat Beach. One day, I don't care when it is, and Anthony's got that movie coming. One day, I don't care when. I mean, he, that's gonna come up on him one day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, me and Anthony are actually talking maybe January, February, bringing back the. Uh, the movie show, maybe. Um, I, I mean, you all know how uh, how things kind of ended there, but um, you know, Zeus just 
like I said, one of those bad motherfuckers that just was huge. He was in Trespass. Mm-hmm. I love Trespass. I love that movie. Universal Soldier was another movie he was in, the, 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 the first one. He just showed up in a lot of those 80s, 90s, early 2000 movies. He may not have been the most famous actor in any of them, but he was the one person you were like, oh, shit, that's Zeus. Maybe being a wrestling fan, that's why it did it, but maybe. I don't know. But um, WWE Network, and to be honest, I wouldn't even have known this. Anthony put it up there. WWE Network did put up some of his promos and some of the things he did. Um, I've got three here that are under two minutes. I figured we'd go ahead and play those. Um, the, 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 the Most of these are from Primetime Wrestling. And they were pre the, I believe it was Survivor Series. He went against, um, was it Survivor Series, Mark? Um, which match are you talking about? I'm not entirely sure. How many did he have? Did he have a but, bunch of matches? He had, a, he had a couple. I mean, in WWE, he had a couple. But mm-hmm. then, of course, there was the WCW run as yes, the gangster. There was the WCW run. But um, after this little commercial here. I'll go ahead and play that first uh, that first little clip right there. It's mostly it's uh, it's with Sherry. Man, you forget how good Sherry was until you see her in this clip right here. But uh, there's Sherry, sensational Sherry, Macho Man, and then Zeus talks for a minute. I'll play this one, and like I said, I got two more after this, and we'll we'll uh, we'll go ahead and move on. But um, I did want to give a little a little tribute out to Zeus, uh, being he was involved in so many things. So here we go. Play this one real quick. Oh, come on, you motherfucker. You fucking WWE Network piece of shit. All right, give me a second here, guys. It wants to play. It says it's <laughs> going to play, but it's not playing. So hold on one sec. You got me still. That's not a problem. Let me go ahead and hit this. And we're probably going to have a commercial. Best. Of course. Of course, a commercial. Because WWE's got to get their money. Hey, speaking of commercials, I don't know. I, I'm trying to decide, is, is this a local thing or is this like, have you been seeing this too during like wrestling, but specifically more, I guess, more so AEW. There's been these commercials for like flex auto loans or some shit or financial loans. And it's these two guys, they're professional, like they're supposed to be wrestlers, but they're obviously just like nobodies. And like one of them's got the other guy in a headlock and he's talking about these like flex loans with them. Hmm. No, I haven't seen that one. It must be local to you. Okay, then. Well, I'll have to dig that up and send it to you. There you go. See if All right. find it on the... Well, there you go. Let me go ahead and play this. I think I have it. Let's see. Into it as some type of brew. And then I see her as the smoke clears. Hulk Hogan and Beefcake are drinking it. What is happening to them? They seem to be believing something that isn't true. Hallucinating. Thinking that they're something that they're not. Something they'll never be. Brutus Beefcake, your scissors are sharper than ever. Hulk Hogan, you seem to be believing that you're bigger than anything. You know, real quick before I keep going with this, I'm looking at this video. I'm looking at Macho Man. I'm looking at Sensational Sherry. And I'm looking at Zeus. And I'm realizing they're all gone. Um, Man. I just had a moment there, but uh, I'll keep playing this real quick. I, I it, it just hit me. All three in this video. You, I mean, even sadder than that, like, well, not not sadder than that, but sad in and of its own right is like 
all three of those people have very like larger than life characters. Yeah. That's kind of a problem, a little bit of something that we're missing nowadays. It's like all three of those people are very kind of different, but they all kind of have their own way of grabbing your attention. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know, WWE didn't just put up these clips separate. They actually time stamped them and put them to jump two moments. And, uh, you know, you got to give them a little, a little bit of props for that. Um, so here we go. Let me go ahead and finish this up. I, I, I j- I'm looking at this going, my God, all three of these people are gone. You know, Zeus just passed all three people in this video. And it just, it just hit me. So anyway, here we go. Think that's ever existed. Hallucinating is what you're doing. Complete mental insanity. Yeah, your reality is out of sync. Yeah. I'm lying, I'm dying. This man right here is impervious to pain, yeah. And he is the baddest dude that has ever walked the face of this earth, Hulk Hogan. You have got to accept the truth. The truth, you Zeus, man. You are a god. And Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake got to accept it. Hulk. Okay. Take Barber, train hard, and eat your vitamins. On your hands and knees to your God. Dude, I would say this is Zeus's prime. This is probably the biggest Zeus was when he was when he was in the WWF at the time. Um I mean, you know, he wasn't the greatest promo cutter, but hey, man, it was still great back then. And uh, here's another one here. I'll go ahead and play this one. Let me get this one loaded up. Hopefully, let me see what ad it's got before it. Let me turn this down real quick. Guess it's got an ad before it. Um, That was from 1989. This is also from 1989. It does have an ad. Give me a sec here. I'll kind of. Kill this one. This was uh, the Survivor Series teams getting ready for Thanksgiving night tradition. Um, and uh, here we go. Guaranteed the million dollar team. We're going to have an awful lot to be thankful for. Because if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. There's no greater incentive in the world than a lot of money. And with the money that I have got on the line here, these men are going to be thankful for the rest of the year. Lord, tell them that. You picked all of us because you know we aren't survivors. Once it's time enough for the powers of pain. So once again, step in the ring against you, demolition. And with the money you paid us. The Bershie, only money can buy anything. Every person, we're going to cripple. The more bonus, we're going to get. That's right, exactly. For every crippled person, there's a bonus. What do you think they're going to do? You know, in the corporate world, you can't afford to make very many mistakes. Because if you do, you go bankrupt. And this man never makes the same mistake twice. I made one mistake, Jake the Snake, and that was not eliminate you completely the first time. I won't make the mistake again. This time I want to send you back to that hospital that I put you in to begin with. And one by one, we're going to eliminate the Hulkamaniac team. And that's going to leave in the middle of the ring, Zeus. One enormous turkey. That's you, Hulk Hogan. Zeus, what are you going to do? Hulk Hogan. 
this time. I am going to destroy you, fucker. Oh, he was a hyper son of a bitch, man. <laughs> I'm getting a nosebleed from this. Place. Holy shit, man. He was a, you know, I mean, listen, again, I mean, he was a, kind of an outsider at this time. Um, but No Holds Barred was out, and they were using it. They were using the shit out of No Holds Barred to promote this thing. And you remember, this was the time where Zeus had the, uh, had the Z cut in his, you know, in the left side of his hair and stuff. Just great, great stuff, man. I don't know. I, I, I like the guy. I always did like Zeus. Um, every movie I saw him in, I just, I, holy shit, Zeus. I mean, that's pretty much what we all knew him as, is Zeus. Right. You know? Um, let's, see, let's see what we got here. No holds barred. The first time in history, the match and the movie on pay-per-view. It's the greatest tag team in sports entertainment history. Hulk Hogan and Buddhist the Barber Beefcake collide with the Macho King Randy Savage and the human wrecking machine Zeus inside a steel cage where there will be no holes barred. That's the match and, of course, the movie. One of 1989's biggest hits starring the World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan. Plan to see it on Wednesday, December the 27th, exclusively on pay-per-view. On the subject of the match, right now let's hear from Macho King, Randy Savage, and his tag team partner, Zeus. Oh, yeah. We feel at home around these steel cage. Yeah. And Zeus is the biggest and the strongest and the baddest dude ever to walk the face yeah. of this earth. In the steel cage, yeah. and Buddhist the Barber Beefcake, a secret weapon torpedo one. When the Macho King stands on top of the 50 foot high steel cage, yeah. so real good. Hit him dangerous. Yeah. We're gonna get it. That's it. The greatest tag team in sports entertainment history. It's No Holes Barred, Wednesday, December the 27th, and you can see it. Wow. And we add Mean Gene to that. Oh, my God. These are <laughs> I'm just... just having a little, I'm having a little bit of fun with him saying that uh, fucking No Holds Barred is like the big, one of the biggest hits of 1989 because I'm bringing up... 1989 movies and IMDb here. Hey. And we've got like fucking Roadhouse, Major League. We've got fucking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Dead Poet Society, Uncle Buck, Indiana Jones, and Last Crusade. All right. All right. Like, just, oh, all right. All right. All right. The, no, 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 no. There will be no shitting on No Holds Barred. What, <laughs> what is that in your pants? No, there will be no shitting on No Holds Barred. No, no, not on this show, not ever. <laughs> My apologies. All right, you I calm your ass. No, I, you calm. I had to look. You calm the I fuck had to down. Look as soon as he said it, I had to look. You calm the fuck down, sir. It was big in our world, okay? I enjoyed it. I really did. I mean, I was a, as a kid. I haven't seen it like as an adult, but I enjoyed it. Harlem Nights. Nah. That's right. He was in Harlem. That's right. He was. My God. This guy was in, like I said, man, 200. It is not easy. To, to, I mean, you know what? Let me do something here. Let me just look up, like, like De Niro. 
Let me see how many. Huh? I'm I'm still looking at 1989 movies. Kickboxer. See no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. All right. All right. Stop. Stop. Shut. Just stop that shit. I'm not even. No. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not even trying to shit on the movie. I'm just saying 1989 was fucking. Okay. Let me just put something in. Robert De Niro, who I consider a great actor. Anyone who's even I don't give a fuck about his political opinions. Means zip zero zilch to me. 124 credits. 124. So it's not easy to get 220 credits in Hollywood when you're pretty much typecast as just the jacked guy. Right. You know what I mean? So I give this guy a lot, a lot of fucking credit for the things he's done in the acting business, in the wrestling world, uh, especially in the wrestling world. And just like I said, in the movie business, again, he may not, he, he may not have the biggest role in any movie, but he was the biggest guy in every goddamn movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. One of the biggest guys in every movie. Um, like I said, I, I, I really thought it was uh, the right thing to do. Just kind of bring up, bring him up for a little bit. But uh, again, we will still be seeing more movies with him. He had uh, a couple of movies in post-production, more than a couple, four, mo- five movies, actually. I'm sorry, five movies and one movie completed. Um, that will be coming out in 2021. We will still be seeing this guy uh, for a couple more years. So, you know, he's got, actually, let me see here. 2021, he's got a movie called The All-Nighter. Um, they have a movie a movie called The Body Sculptor, which has no release date. Crossed, which is a completed movie, no release date. Hell, Hell Hole, it says it's post-production, going to come out this year, but we don't know about that. 60 Minutes to Kill, Tempest. We will definitely be seeing Zeus in more movies to come, and um, that'll be good to still see him floating through the movies as, uh, again, still working his ass off since fucking, what did I say, 1984? Did you use the term floating on purpose? Uh, not really. What What did I do there? Did I, did I, did I, did I fuck up? Like a, like a ghost would float? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, that's a very interesting uh, verb to use there. I, I didn't mean that. I, I didn't mean it like that. He's just going to be floating through the other movies he's done, man. Like I said, he's not ever going to have the main role in a movie. He never did. But he was always the guy you remembered, and you're like, damn, Debo's in it. <laughs> so sure. there you go. Um, again, obviously, well, not again, but obviously, um, you know, definitely condolences to his family. That's uh, family and friends that are thinking about him. And, you know, like I said, um, mainly people are going to know him from the Friday movies as Debo. But uh, us wrestling fans know him from a lot more than just Friday. And uh, I think that's a good thing. That's a good thing right there. So I guess we can move on a little bit. I don't know. You got got any more to say on that? Yeah, sure. We can move. Go ahead. No, I'm good. So, all right. Um, do we want to get right into wrestling? You want to get into a couple of news stories? What do you want to do here? I think we can do some little bit more news, I guess. Huh? I've got a few things. Um, you know what? I guess we'll start off with this before we get. You know what? We'll start off with this, then we'll get into the uh, to the shows. Uh, obviously, Wednesday night we did um, AEW Dynamite, which was a great show. They had a loaded, 
loaded show, and the ratings proved it. Uh, AEW, Smart, 995,000. Now, we've said before they're gonna be, there's going to be certain shows we feel they're going to be tickling that million mark and just not get there. So, And we've said that since last year, if you remember. Yeah. At least I have. I don't know about you, but I have. Um, NXT only did 659,000. AEW was number two on all of cable, number one in the demo. So Jericho can claim his demo god status still, still rules. Um, and uh, 0.45 in person's 18 to 49. So they did very well, AEW, on Wednesday night. Um, don't really have the, you know, quarter hours again you want to listen to that go listen to the andrew dice clay wannabe but um that's fine we'll uh we'll sit here and just uh let you know what they are um but i, I don't you know wow what a jump there though smart mm-hmm. and i i did see that at one point one of the segments did have over a million people watching so i mean that wasn't the total you know grand number oh yeah but well, they did they did briefly peak that point at one point during the show. Yeah, so, I mean, to... they're doing really good for themselves. Yeah, and I, I believe these numbers are averaged out over the course of the <laughs> show. So you got to remember right. that. Um, always sure. got to remember that. So nine ninety five ain't bad. And again, if I had some quarter, I, I don't really. Uh, Antox posted them, but uh, I don't know. I'm not really going to go through them. Um, you know what? I'll go through what hit some millions. Over over a million was the Darby Allen segment, um, the Pillman, the Pillman and uh, Pillman Garrison versus FTR match was over a million. They held a million for a bunch of segments. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it looks like the second hour is what started to uh, started to drop them a little bit. They held a million for the Dustin Rhodes, the Shaq and Brandy thing, and they held a million for the Inner Circle. Um, thing I, I again they they almost had it seeming like inner circle was going to break up so i can see why that drew a lot but they did hold a million for over of these but again averaged out you're looking at nine hundred ninety five thousand. which listen when you take 995 go for 659 again we're adding wednesday night viewers we are and that's good and by we i mean wrestling fans are adding viewers to these shows whether they're whether they're one-time viewers or what, obviously we don't know that smart. But hey, we're adding viewers every week. Either show is, and uh, that's a good thing, man. More 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 eyes on wrestling is never a bad thing, in my opinion. Absolutely not. I, I negative. I feel about, and it's not their fault, but this happened over the summer too, where they had that show that did end up breaking a million, like cumulatively. Right. Um, only problem is that, unfortunately, with their partnership with TNT and then TNT with the NBA, it seems like right when they get to the point where they're like really getting hot, they end up having to get preempted or move to a different day. So it's like it's just really it's a little bit frustrating when they start building those numbers up and you have to kind of throw a little bit of a monkey wrench because next week's going to be business as usual. But then the week after that is going to be the Wednesday Dynamite. It's going to be Wednesday Dynamite, but it's going to be after the NBA game. So it's going to be scheduled for 10 o'clock. Right. But then who knows exactly when they're going to go on. Exactly. So just a quick 
programming note, and I'll make sure we remind you of this guy uh, next week and, and next Friday. What we'll do on that week is we will do a show. That is also Christmas week. So the 23rd is a Wednesday. We'll do NXT that night. We'll talk Raw. We'll talk NXT. And then Friday, obviously, I'm not going to do a show on Christmas Day. I wouldn't do that to any of you guys. I hope you all know that. Um, so we'll do a Wednesday show, and uh, that's going to be it. And uh, we'll just pick up. We'll just pick up from next week and uh, go from there. Um, and I mean, even that's going to be the thirtieth. That'll be the New Year's Eve Eve. Um, and uh, we probably won't do a show on New Year's Day either. So you're going to have a couple of Fridays without us. Spare your tears. <laughs> Spare your tears. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll do a little something during the week, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and post it. You guys won't have to. Uh, we're not going to take your time live to uh to do this at least um we'll talk about it me and smart and we'll uh we'll go from there but at least you guys know that we will only be doing one show uh we have a full definitely two shows next week and then we'll do one show one show but uh shit we need some time off to party too man you know come on right absolutely think of partying just think shot time i have a shot here <laughs> yes i do <laughs> I do enjoy how last last time we had talked on Wednesday, you said you were trying to kind of wane that in a little bit. Well, and then I <laughs> did it. I only laugh because I've been there a million times and will be there a million times more. I did a few more deliveries than I expected to do this week. Got a few more in today. They paid me for all of them, so we had a little extra money this week. And uh, nice. And nice. Uh, yeah, I looked at the wife, and she was like, "Yeah, can we get liquor?" I'm like, "Yeah, what the hell?" So anyway, you know what? How about this shot for Zeus? Zeus, rest in peace, sir. And uh, we'll see you when more movies coming up. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Down it goes. Um, but, yeah, definitely a great rating for NXT right there. Um, <laughs> annihilating NXT. Um, and, again, they had a loaded show, man. They had, again, they had Sting. They had Shaq. Um, and they had some great matches, and they had the inner circle thing. There was a lot going on on that show that 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 piqued interest, and the ratings show it. So everybody's clamoring for that Shaquille O'Neal Brandy Rose match. And you know, as bad as we thought Shaquille O'Neal was, I saw a lot of praise for Shaquille for Shaq on on online, and I'm like, did y'all really think he was that good in this segment? He was kind of. Bland and monotone, but I guess I'm wrong for thinking that. Um, well, that was my frustration, I think, was that it wasn't yeah. so much that I don't like Shaq, it's that I know what Shaq can be and I know his personality, and he just he didn't really get a chance to show it as much as he normally does on just anything else that he does. I mean, he fucking makes talking to a fucking green screen CGI guy and fucking dress. Yeah, I mean, those general commercials, and he makes those look good, and he's fucking just he's in front of his green screen talking to a fucking tennis ball. I get the, I I do get the general. The, the general is big down here in Texas, so I do get the general commercial. Um, sure. I do, I do. But you know, I mean, I've even I've seen him on uh, what was that show? Shark Tank? Not Shark Tank. Um, what was the show with the guys that built the uh, built the fish tanks? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Someone in the chat will do it. It's, a, it's a two guys. They were on that thing. They built the big fish tanks. Um, 
is it on like the DIY work? Yeah, Something DIY like or a TLC or one of those networks. Um, I think they have the name Shark in it, don't they? Don't they? No, I'm probably wrong. Anyway, he was on an episode of that, and he was very charismatic on that. He, uh, Grown Ups, watch Shaq on the movie Grown Ups. Hilarious, absolutely fucking hilarious. And we get, yeah, you should uh, take some uh, pointers from Jade. Uh, that'd be uh, that'd be good for you while uh, your arms in a sling. <laughs> Everyone's like, that was great. And it's like, okay, I get you're a Shaq fan. Maybe we should back off a little bit. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before, Smart. And I'll be wrong again. But yes, the wife did go get us some vodka at Costco again. Um, Costco gives us old, a uh, couple of two bottles for 30 bucks, and uh, they're big bottles. We got enough for the week. <laughs> Nice. It'll end up being the weekend. We we, we go through one of those, the, the handles, I believe they call them, the big giant, like 1.75 bottles. Mm-hmm. We can do it in two nights. Same. While by yourself? <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay, this is two people while watching children. <laughs> but you know what, though? Neither one of Well, we all do. Um, <laughs> No, it's funny. Yep. Anthony was saying you're the loose cannon. I'm more the loose cannon than you are. No one knows how many shots I'm going to do in a fucking night. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm more of a loose cannon than you are. <laughs> I kind of like how it's like that's being described as like a t- like a fucking cop TV show terms. Us. <laughs> well, you like know, you've me. got one more day before retirement. I'm the loose cannon. Mm. Oh, you know me. That's kind of how I roll. But, um, oh, and speaking of the wife and shots, look who comes in with a shot. My wife. There, see, it's almost 10 o'clock, she says. Thank you, babe. <laughs> Cheers. One more. That beats the out of a cuckoo clock, I'll tell you that much. She's way better than a cuckoo clock. Oh, no cuckoo clock I've ever met has delivered shots to me. Oh. All right. God, is she a keeper? Whew. Eat your heart out, people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know what? Speaking of my wife, she got me the, um, and you know what? I'll bring this up real quick. The Battleground game. As kind of, a, she did Christmas with her, with her dad. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, since I did that, you can open one. So I opened one, and one of them was the Battleground game, the WWE uh, Battleground game. The fact that Baron Corbin is the first person you beat up made me smile so much. I liked that part in the one-on-one. Um, good game, though. Um, I, now, Smart, you've... Oh, I lost Smart right there. I will get him back in a minute. But um, I got to admit, I like the game. I think it's actually... Uh, Smart, you there? Smart? Smart, I heard you breathing, so I know you you were there, but I I really am enjoying so far that battleground game. The graphics are good, I think. You, oh, I hear you now, Smart. You there, Smart? 
All right. Anyway, graphics are decent on the game. Um, they're pretty simple when they go through their um, uh, the, 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 the tutorial. I have a hard time saying that word. But uh, I don't know. It's just I really enjoyed the game. I'm glad she got it for me. I kind of told her I wanted it, so she grabbed it for me. Wanted to see what it was like, um, how good it was. It looked like a fun game, and it was. So, smart. I enjoy it. You, you, you said you had the Battleground game. I'm glad I got your back. Uh, you said you had you the, the Battleground game. I mm-hmm. Like I said, Baron Corbin's the first person you beat the shit out of, which obviously gave me a little... A, a, all right, a big smile on my face. Um, sorry, Sasha Baron Corbin, but it is. Um, but the game overall, I recommend it. I say if you're looking for a fucking Christmas present and you haven't gotten a WWE uh, 2K game in a while... This is one to get. It's fun. Uh, a little bit of a button-mashing game, but fun either way. Good, Smart. Smart? I'm in at a good time, too, though. Mm-hmm. Go you ahead. Go ahead. Talk about the game real quick. Can you hear me? I hear you. Come on, man. Talk. All right, I don't think Smart can hear me. I think it came in at a good time because, uh, like, right around where they put out, like, a, basically a DLC, I guess it was, it has mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other characters that they didn't have at, like, when they launched the game. Yeah. So now there's a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if it ended up, like, updating for you because you just got it, but they have, like, uh, Batista. He wasn't in there at first. I got him now. Uh, I can try to think of other ones like the Usos. Well, I I did get a three gig update as soon as I got the, as soon as I put the game in the goddamn system. Yeah, um, that'll do it then. That's what that was. Yeah, I got a six gig update for the PlayStation, and then I got a three gig update for the game, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, just going up and up. But um, like I said, in the game, I I liked it. It was fun. I only played a, a, a three or four matches. Um, I lost. I did lose the match against Samoa Joe the first time, <laughs> but it was Samoa Joe. You know, Samoa Joe. I'm, not, I'm I'm all right losing against him, but it is a fun game, actually. So, like I said, man, if you're uh, if you haven't bought a 2K game in a while and you're kind of wondering if you you know looking for a WWE game or a wrestling game. Battlegrounds is definitely one to go ahead and get. I got the wife changing the baby back behind me, so apologize for the background noise. Um, and the more you play it, too, the more you can like kind of find out ways to cheat. So that's always fun. Really? There's, there's certain little things you can do. Hmm. Like, I, I sometimes like to try to shoot for count-out victories. Ah, which we will get into later. Nice count-out victories. Um but yeah, yeah, I would say go ahead and get you know get that game. I had a good time at it. I'm gonna keep playing it. Um, I'll see what what characters. I'll keep I'll keep you guys going on it. What I uh, what I think of it as I go and keep playing it. Um, but did want to bring that up just for the just for the hell of it. My baby doesn't like the game, obviously. Uh, yeah, I figured you would like it because you would you with having kids and everything. That that's a fun thing to do with the kids. Because it's definitely, like, it, it's great if you have somebody that also has it, because it's definitely a lot of fun, like, multiplayer-wise. Yeah. I play just solo, but there's definitely, I could, I could definitely think the appeal would come from multiplayer with that. My older one will play it with me until I beat him, and then he'll, mm-hmm. get, and then he'll get pissed. My younger one 
we'll play it with. We'll we'll probably play. I'll uh, I'll see what happens this weekend. Um, I tried it last night at like eleven o'clock. For, I, I got drinking beer last night, and next thing you know, it was one o'clock, and I'm stripping line for my fishing rods because I couldn't sleep. So anyway, um, nine beers later, I finally fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> you think you have a problem? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, leave me alone. Um, and on that note, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get it. Since we did that, let's go ahead and get into SmackDown. Since we just did that little ratings comparison plus the the game thing, um, we'll go ahead and get into SmackDown. We got a little more news after that. This shouldn't be the longest show, um, at all because we don't have I don't have a ton of news. Um, but I do have, uh, some things to get into as we go and we'll do that. Uh, let's go ahead and start with NXT. This was the war games fallout smart. That's right. That's right. Sure as hell was Balor in the ring to kick off the show. Were you the only one or was I the only one? I'm sorry. That found that camera shot they were doing of him a little weird. They were, were they trying to make him look tall? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, seriously. Because the camera I, shot I was from it, it looked like a like like the cameraman was laying down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I would love for them to accidentally cut to an angle that showed that. I would too. But that's almost what it seemed like. It seemed like the cameraman was laying down in the ring and taking a shot of him and I gotta say he looked like a tall motherfucker in that. But um, it, it was just, I don't know. I, I, maybe he was trying to feel tall. What do they call that? Uh, Napoleon syndrome, right? Right, right, Smart? Napoleon complex. Napoleon complex. There you go. So maybe he had a little bit of that. Um, Finn was just about to get deep into his promo as Dunn interrupts. Uh, then Kyle O'Reilly comes out. Then Damian Priest comes out. Uh, Dunn, I, 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 you know, you got all these guys out there. From a couple of different factions, also smart. Um, Does this just seem like a clusterfuck match? Match in the making? A little bit. I mean, they 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 do this from time to time. That on NXT, especially where they just like there's no clear cut challenger, so they just bring out a bunch of people, and then it's like, all right, well, you guys like that segment, did we? But then it becomes, all right, we'll do a multi man match, and then. You know, just kind of killing time as they begin to set up the actual next title feud, whatever that might be. Yeah, and I get that every guy had a reason to be out there. You know, Pete Dunn had his reasons. Kyle O'Reilly was the guy, the one that broke his jaw. Priest is the bigger, bigger guy that's kind of going for the title right now. So I get it, but you know, you get you get Dunn, Priest, and O'Reilly bickering at one point. And then Finn walks out of the ring, and he's like, I'll defend the title at New Year's Evil, which I like that name. Um, and then Scarlet comes out. Looking, looking, looking. Jesus, looking. Indeed, looking, looking, looking. Jesus. I'm, Basically, like some sort of a like BDSM pinhead meets Lady Gaga meets the Warrior, Road Warriors outfit. Yeah, uh, whatever she was, she just looked absolutely great coming out there. Um, spikes and cheeks. Oh yeah, I did like the 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 uh, 
the thing that uh, the uh, oh my god, Damien Priest. I did like Damien Priest coming out and being like, "Hey, smoke show." <laughs> if Which I wonder if that it was inadvertent or on purpose, because that was the nickname she went by when she was on Impact. Yeah, I'm, I I got that, and I think that's kind of where they were going with that. I mean, let's face it, the girl's a goddamn smoke show and a half. Um, I, I mean, do, which uh, I kind of, I sometimes wonder if like that ever becomes where it's just like kind of a little bit annoying for her because <laughs> basically her, her gimmick on Impact was just like everybody wants to fuck you. That's your gimmick. Go out there and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, can, can I like can I be a librarian too or something? Like, I, I'm I'm sorry, man, but when you look like that. You've you either use it or you despise it, mm-hmm. and she uses it. Sure, and I cannot cannot fault her for that. She should be using it. She knows how to use it. She she's a sexy girl, and she knows it. And she's got a great body. She's just she's hot. Scarlet is hot. Um, <laughs> Indeed. You know, so, you know, she came out, obviously, this is uh, foreshadowing to the uh, killing, uh, Karrion Cross, uh, you know, return that we're going to talk about in a little while. But, uh, you know, and again, we got New Year's, uh, New Year's Evil coming up, which is, uh, when is that? I forgot when that is. The 6th. The 6th. There you go. But uh, I, I got to say, I like the name. Uh, definitely, I would say this is a Triple H name. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that this is a Triple H name right here. That sounds kind of like a like a rejected out song title for a Metallica or like a AC. It would be right up his alley. Oh, this is definitely a song that uh, for, for, he'll probably tell you how it was a song that uh, Lemmy was writing this before he he died, and I'm going to use it as a name. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see something like that, but. Uh, Good, good segment. You know, I, I got to tell you, NXT wasn't a bad show. But compared to AEW, was definitely a subpar show. Right. You know, AEW had a loaded show. And if they keep doing this, and and again, you got to remember, AEW is still, I know they've lost a little bit of that new car smell to them. But some of it's still there for some people. And when they bring someone in, when they bring someone in big, it's going to be a huge rating like that for them. Because everyone wants to see what they're going to do with them. And, you know, Sting didn't really give away that much on Wednesday. But it still popped, you know, as Antox posted in the chat room, it still popped viewers definitely so you know you you can't fault the guys for what they're doing but nxt definitely not a bad show just obviously not the better show um uh after that we had killian dane attacking uh pete dunn backstage for smashing his face in the door a few weeks ago like that little segment i'm i'm, I'm I, I you know we always say wwe has this problem with continuity and I'm glad they kept this going. Right. So, and I know this is NXT. NXT doesn't have that issue 
as much as WWE does, but um, glad they kept this going, and we'll get into that a little more. Now, we get into the... the oh, go, go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'm going to double back a little bit just because we were talking about both sure. of the segments concurrently. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the in the ring together, they like they started you know swapping out their little insults and whatnot. And it made me laugh because, like, uh, O'Reilly... So he just waited until Dunn started talking and then just started making fun of his shitty accent. Yeah, it it, it does turn into a uh, a high school bickering fest at one point, that little segment, which... Because he, he, he stops talking and then Dunn starts going, and then I'll see, see Riley go... <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like... A, a... God, I hate to say this. It's kind of like making fun of a retarded accent when someone talks to you. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like someone, yeah, I, I don't know. I know it sounded bad, but <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. And it, it, it just sounded childish. It came off as a childish little thing, but. Eh, well, over. what it always reminds me of is like when you're telling a story there and they pissed you off, <laughs> like mainly like in like relationships it's like well i said i think that the best solution is this and then they said blah, blah, blah. like yeah. they did not just start making a bunch of rambling mumbling noises no but but they did um <laughs> so <laughs> but uh anyway after all that shit jake atlas uh versus isaiah swerve scott was the uh pretty much first match well it was the first match to uh kick off now, Smart, I don't know if you noticed this, but I did. The NXT, you know, finger quote, crowd, dude, they gave the beginning of this match no fucking, no fucking heat. They weren't making a noise. They should have been sitting on their fucking hands. Hmm. Did you catch that? For like the okay. literally the first probably, I would say, three to four minutes of this match. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. It was very kind of quiet. I was kind of surprised by how uninventful the match was just in general, which is, I just I find to be surprising because I like both of the people that were involved, especially with Swerve Scott. He's really entertaining. But You're right. You got a lot of athleticism in that. Yeah, you got a lot of athleticism in that ring. You got two guys who can go out there and fucking get it done. And in the beginning of the match, this watch back, the crowd was fucking dead. And again, I crowd in a, you know, air quotes. Um, but they were dead. Make some fucking noise. Do something. Make Jake Atlas, you know, go out there and feel like he's a fucking man and kill this shit. But I don't know, man. It was just, it was horrible, in my opinion. It did end up being a good match. And, you know, the they did start getting into it, but... The beginning of the match took me out of it. I gotta, I gotta be honest. With the, with, with no, they might, they may as well have been in the fucking thun, in the Thunderdome with no fucking, you know, no PC guys out there. Right. Yeah, it was just, you know, even Jake Atlas getting the win wasn't, wasn't really a big thing to them. Um, Isaiah Scott did refuse to sh- uh, shake Jake Atlas's hand after the match. I do we take that as a heel turn for Swerve Smart? I don't know. I mean, that's what Antox is asking about. Are they seriously going to turn Swerve heel? 
I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, they got to do something with him. Just having him just be a generic baby face is not him, and it's not who he is. And they already have sort of run of quote unquote cool guy heel, or not cool guy heels, but cool guy faces. Because it seems yeah. like that's what they want Priest to be. They want Priest to be the, you know, Fonzie type character in terms of being a face. So you let Swerve be kind of himself, little variety, and, you know, let him go. Yeah. I guess. I, I mean, obviously, we're only going to, you know, see what happens in the, uh, in the thing, but uh, I figured I'd see if you thought it was a heel turn. I'm not so sure it is, but it might not be. I mean, there are some, you know, especially with NXT, certain people just act in ways that, like, it might seem heelish one week, but then next week they're clearly the face. Like for the longest time, we had a hard time finding out, figuring out what Balor was supposed to be. Well, I'm still having a hard time. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, we get Champa cutting a promo on Cameron Grimes. Um, not much to say about that. Uh, again, Champa cuts great promos, and I like that he does them all in the same spot. Mm-hmm. He's always right there by that garage door, sitting on the on the uh, ATA case they call him, um, just doing a promo. So. I always like that. Now, we get the Imperium versus Grizzled Young Veterans versus Everize match, Smart. That's right. What did you think of this match? I thought it was interesting. I, I Probably my favorite part was just like the majority of the match, Everize was just like hiding behind the steel ring steps, trying to decide what the best moment to come on in was. Which I I really felt kind of brought out the it, it's like they it's like they want to be more young bucks-ish kind of you I mean, know I, I, I we all everyone says they're kind of like the older young bucks which the young bucks are older now so I don't know what, what you would call the older young bucks the older older bucks I don't know middle age bucks there you go middle age bucks but this sort of made me get the Made me get the Young Bucks vibe even more out of this group, which I'm not sure is a good thing. What do you I think? Mean, I mean, you know, that it's interesting, actually. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they were going for. I, I didn't necessarily pick it up that way because I'm just used to them and that, that's how they act sometimes. Like, that was definitely in character with how I've seen them perform as heels. So, like, it kind of just all made sense to me. But I had never really thought about it. And apparently, like, the uh, Robert Stone character is supposed to be sort of a shot at... Allegedly. At, at, at who you cut out? The Robert Stone character is allegedly supposed to be a shot at Tony Khan. It's supposed to be like a Tony Khan kind of parody. Oh. And I hadn't picked up on that before, but apparently that's that's the theory. Oh, is that the theory? Okay. Um. Great. So we're going to have two companies just doing stupid. I don't get the reference. Yeah. Great. Um, But I do got to say, the match was fucking great. A great fast-paced match between these guys. Um, Grizzled Young Veterans did get the win in this match. I I liked the match. I I just thought Everrise came off very young buckish. 
And like I said, I, I know everyone compares them to them anyway, but they really just kind of solidified the 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 rumors, if you will. <laughs> the you know all the all the comparisons they just kind of solidified them right there to me. And I've never really, you know, I, I always said I don't really see them as a young bucks. They're older. They're this or that. But after this match, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, they wrestle a lot differently. I'll say that much. Yeah, they do. But really, when you come back to it, they're they're kind of the same guys. So I don't know. Um. Anyway, we'll move on. Tony Storm backstage interview. Io Shirai interrupts. Um, Tony Storm attacks her. They end up in the ring, but Ember Moon attacks uh, Storm, and all I'm saying is that was a booty and a half segment. Um, but then we get Grimes versus Champa, the actual match. Um, a few minutes into the match, though, Thatcher comes down with a chair, smart. That's right, and just watches the match. Just, just, just watches the match, you know, no big deal. Um, now Chapa does win this match, which I pretty much expected him to. Um, Thatcher's just sitting there in the chair, and Chapa rolls out of the ring. We get a stare down between them, and obviously this feud continues. Sure. And I still see people confused by why this feud is happening. Do you not understand? Uh, does does no one understand the? He was saying there's a bunch of fake tough guys out there. He's calling Thatcher a fake tough guy. No one get that, right? Is it just me? Am I that drunk that I get that? <laughs> no. And it seems like they're also, I don't know if they're completely deviating from it or not, or if they're just adding the extra element, but it also seems like Grimes is going to be getting involved in this feud, so that'll be interesting. Again, I'm not the biggest Grimes fan. He's growing on me. He is. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, it does seem he's getting very, very involved in this feud. He was yelling at Thatcher, um, and then Thatcher kind of flipped him by the leg. And put and took him down, so I definitely, obviously, we're gonna get a Thatcher, you know, uh, you know, Grimes, Champa, triple threat. Yeah, it's gonna, point, yeah, it's gonna sure. happen. It's gonna and happen. And I like what I really liked about it was just the whole idea of like he gave him the opportunity to just like fuck off because mm-hmm. he Grimes starts. Uh, Thatcher and Champa had their little stare down. Champa goes up the ramp. Grimes is like irate that Champa came in, Champa, but that Thatcher came in and sat down and disrupted his match. So he's yelling at him, and Thatcher just kind of turns away, and then Grimes spins him around and continues to yell at him. It's like, how dare you interrupt? How dare you disrupt a Cameron Grimes match? And he just starts beating the shit out of him. I just love the idea that he's just so fucking up his own ass that he got the opportunity to not get his ass whooped, and he's just refused to take it. Yeah. Exactly, man. He just it, it, he just didn't give a, just didn't give a fuck after that point. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's gonna be interesting to see where this whole thing goes. Definitely. Go a lot of offense in that match too. Yeah, like they set it up to make him look like he was champ is kind of almost equal. Yeah, I 
I almost figured this was going to be not a squash, but I figured it would it would be a quick match. Um, when a commercial popped up, I was like, holy shit. I didn't think this would go to commercial. Um, but it did. But it did. So they definitely got some plans for Grimes and Champa, and obviously Thatcher. Um, like I said, triple threat, definitely in the making. Um Raquel Gonzalez comes out with a decent promo. I, again, I saw a lot of people saying her promo was shitty. Did, did you think her promo was shitty, Smart? No, there was, there was nothing that I could really latch onto and say, oh, that part was fucking terrible. Like, it, it was decent. I mean, it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't great, but then it also wasn't, oh, God, please stop talking. Yeah, it was run-of-the-mill promo, needs work, will get better. I mean, she's in NXT. She's not on the main roster, so... You know, I, 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 all right. Just again, I'm kind of going by what I saw on social media. Now, smart. The fuck is this Zaylee shit? Is, <sighs> it's different. Is, I'll is, give them credit for that. Is this a kickboxer movie? Should I call Sasha Mitchell and see if he's available? Um, I don't it, know. It's very weird. It was that, very. They've been doing it for the last couple of weeks now. They did it on that Thanksgiving Eve confusing they're basically like waterboarding it's just like it's just it's very fucking weird yeah I, I i i don't know where they're going with this but i guess we'll see um i guess we'll see we'll just let it go um now this was a a strange segment i gotta say um gargano Candice LeRae, Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell all come out. Uh, Hartwell's in a neck brace from the uh, from the match, uh, the War Games match. Again, this is the fallout. Um, they come out for a celebration. I'm, now, uh, smart. Good point. Or, well, I haven't said a point yet. <laughs> do Theory, do do Theory and Gargano's tight pants bother you as much as they bother me? I actually did not notice, so I feel like you got the answer there. Okay, well, we'll just pass that then. Um, they bring in this trophy. It's uh, Eventually, they reveal it. It's got Shotzi's doll head on it. Um, now, did did they just decide to make Theory a complete idiot? I, I, I feel like they're trying to make him... I mean, the, no shit, huh? But I feel like they're trying to make him into... Like the next Gargano, so like they're just, they're like starting him at the very entry level, like he's puppy Gargano, but who regular Gargano is training to be Gargano. I don't know. Every reference they made, he just got it wrong. It's just like they're making yeah, he, him. He's training. He's a student. He's a pupil. He's an idiot. And plus, I mean, he never he never really fucking talked anyway, so it's not like we didn't know that he wasn't stupid. No, but he. Bounces pecs. I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just feels like they're making him an idiot. But I, I was like happy when Priest came down to tell Austin Theory he's going to shove the pipe up his ass. Mm -hmm. I was like, thank God. And then I hate. I I don't know why, but I was actually happy when when you know Priest got attacked by Carrion Cross. Do you think it was a little bit of overkill? Not really. 
I mean, you got to remember in that first little promo with, uh, you know, when 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 uh, Priest called uh, <laughs> Scarlet the Smoke Show, he said, "Why doesn't you you know? Do you sit in the car? You got to remember that. Do you sit in the car while your man comes out and has you do his business?" And then you get Cross coming in and going back to the car with Scarlet sitting in it. Right. Yeah, I, I got that part of it. But I mean, what I was kind of just wondering is if it would have been better off. And I, I don't know. Maybe they just don't have enough time for them to do all that. But that seems like something you would do like next week. Because you've already symbolized that he's back by having Scarlet come out there. Yeah, but they. Again, so a, a couple dude. of minutes later. Again, man, look at the loaded show they were going up against. True. And, yeah. and I'm sorry to cut you off, but, and AEW announced, I would say 75% of what they had coming up already the week before. So I would think WWE is throwing everything, every bit of shit they have at the wall to see if it'll stick. Could be. I may be wrong, but I think that's what they were doing here. It didn't, obviously. I mean, you know, it. I mean, I guess it stuck a little bit, but I don't know. I, I, I definitely like what they're doing here. I'm glad Karrion Cross is back. I'm definitely glad Scarlet is back. Uh, <laughs> but, um, sure. you know, we'll see what he can do. Hopefully, good guy. You know what? If this guy gets injured again, you know the label that's going to put on him. So let's just hope Karrion Cross comes back, has a long, long run without getting injured, and um, we'll just have to see where it goes from here. But I am interested in seeing Cross versus Priest, um, all the other stuff that they kind of had before this is just kind of gobbledygook to leading to. Cross first priest, in my opinion. Right. Oh yeah, that's definitely what they're trying to set up with that. Yeah. Um. Now after that, let's mark after that. Um. Tyler Rust. Did you see him? Hmm. Did I miss something? Yeah, I think he got involved in the uh, Champa match. Yeah, I didn't see that. Why did I miss that? Did I get yeah, up? Yeah, he definitely got involved in the Champa match because it was very brief. He got on the apron before he could get in the ring. Champa got put him out. I must have got up or something and missed that. Honestly, I'm I'm not gonna lie. So I missed that. Anyway, Tyler Rust. Look for more things from him. Um, I guess because they didn't really get into much of that. Uh, Killian Dane though is back. Like we said before, um, it was Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne. Um, the match was going. And then Birch and Lorcan came out to interfere. Drake Maverick stops him. But, of course, gets distracted, which happens in every match. We, 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 we figured this out by now, right? I think we have. We're smart enough. Um, and then, you know, like I said, he looks all, looks all proud. And then he gets hit from behind, um, which allows Dunn to get the win. Smart. Mm-hmm. Why is Dunn yellow? It's a good question. I think he, because, he, well, he doesn't, he's not technically a human. He's more of a Muppet. So Muppets can kind of be any color that they wish. 
because he's not orange. He's not doing the old, uh, you know, I, I feel like he's doing the, you know, the the Hogan tanning bed, but mm-hmm. he's yellow. He's a weird color to him. Well, he's, yeah, I mean, you put fucking the fake tan, the bronzer, whatever it is, on somebody who is just, as we've talked about, very, very, very British. So presumably, well, not presumably, he is a very pale person normally. And you mix those together and you get some kind of color that doesn't exist in the human rainbow. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, it was a good match. Again, Dunn gets the win. Now, Smart, I got to ask you something. Mm -hmm. After the match, they show Killian Dane. He hawks a loogie in the ring. I got to ask you something. What's your thoughts on spitting in the ring? Ooh, I got silence on that one. Oh, because I lost Smart. I ask him a question and I lose Smart. Are you fucking serious? I guess so. Um, Right here. We'll see you from here. Oh, there you go. Smart is back. Now, Smart, once again, what's your thoughts on spitting? In the ring. Yes, I will try to hurry up and get through. I mean, it, it depends on whether or not the person that you're like spitting on or at is okay with it. Mm. I'm not as averse to it's gross, but I'm not as adverse to spit as like a lot of other people might be. It's not, but at a time like this, though, it's not great. I will say that, like, just for everything. But Maybe you limit the amount of fluid that you're exchanging with people or in public places. Yeah, and and and, and again, nothing. You know, I, I, let's 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 take COVID out of it. Just spitting in the ring always, to me, has been gross. I don't like it. You're literally spitting in the ring for another guy to come in there and step on it. And maybe get thrown in it, and I, I just I I I yeah. I mean, yeah. sure it is. It is gross, but I mean, that's why those people get you know the fucking cauliflower ears and shit, well, and all the fucking elbow problems and whatnot. Like just the wrestling mats as a whole are very gross places because you got like fucking sometimes spit, but sweat and blood and like just all kinds of other shit. Just, it just it can be it's a fucking breeding ground for bacteria as it is. Yeah, and, and you know I, I I gotta say I'm glad our chat room is agreeing with me that this is that it's just fucking gross. It it really is. And like I said, I've thought that as a kid, even as a kid, I would see someone spit in the ring and I'd be like, "What the fucking? What are you doing?" And 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 then you see people get in there barefoot again. Back when I was a kid, you'd see the Von Erichs getting there, and I'm like, dude, they're spit. Loogies. Um, listen, we, 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 we you know, uh, 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 Riddle gets in there. No shoes. He's walking on spit, dude. Yeah. That's nasty. That's nasty. I don't know. It is. And again, I mean, hey, we're in, you know, we we got COVID going on, brother. But again, take that out of it. Take that out of it. It's still nasty to me. I just, I don't know. I, I just thought I'd get your quick ideas on spitting in the ring. 
while we uh, didn't have a, you know. And that's become more and more of a thing lately, especially like on the independent scene and stuff, which is like people spitting at each other, or like you know, like Sammy Callahan does that a lot. He, I, I gotta say, uh, body fluids just—I mean, you spit on me. I'm not gonna be a happy person. I'm really I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> sure, yeah. And and I carry a gun. Back the fuck off me. Uh, <laughs> just do, do not spin on me is all I'm saying. <laughs> I made the old pistol spit back at him. Yeah, and I upgraded from a fucking nine millimeter to a forty caliber. You may not want to spit on me. Uh <laughs> there you have. Although Again, I've I've said before I'd 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 much rather fight it out with you than than shoot you. So, matter of fact, I'd be I'd be happy to I'd smile fighting it out with you instead of shooting you. Uh, but anyway, um, main event of the show was Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Um, Raquel basically ragdolled uh, Ember Moon in the beginning of this match. Now. Again, Mark, I know Raquel is kind of newer in this company. Um, I don't know a shitload about her, but I got to say, man, she's she's definitely someone in this company I feel is going to be up there when she makes it to the main roster. I agree. I agree with that. They're definitely pushing her as such. She sort of has the intangibles. She has the height. She has the length the build and i mean from what i've seen from her like not the best worker but like also compared to they push as those big strong hosses especially in the women's division about a million times better than anaya jacks now here's my 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 possible why they may not push her why is that she's not blonde haired blue eyes with giant tits I was going to say because her name's Gonzalez, so I, I think we're basically parallel here. No, I, I, I have no issue with the name. I yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, though, like, compared to how they've been using, like, fucking Garza and Almas and all this nah. shit. Yeah, I, I, I really feel that the fact that she's not blonde-haired, blue-eyed, with giant fucking, you know, Charlotte tits may end up... May, and, and I hate to sound like a sexist guy, but... I, I I also hate to say it. WWE thinks the same way I do. Yes and no. Like it's hard for me to argue this right now when the two people that are challenging for like titles, women's titles, are Camilla and Lana. Like I really don't have ground to stand on right now. I need... I'm going to see this argument. I, it, it's 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 hard to say. WWE. I mean, listen again. I don't want to sound sexist. I don't want to sound misogynist, but. <laughs> When it comes down to it, WWE has these thoughts in their mind. They love the blonde hair. They love the blue eyes. They love the giant tits. And unfortunately, Raquel Gonzalez is incredibly talented. She is great in the ring. I thought her promo earlier was great. Not bad. And But just remember, she's not this giant tit hot girl. And I think that might eventually, in the end, not be good for her. I don't know. I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. 
I sincerely hope I'm wrong on this, but we'll see. Um, I like it, and I really like when uh, we get Rhea Ripley out there, and her and Rhea Ripley are going at it. It just, it fits. It's two, again, big girls, and I mean big girls as a compliment to those two girls. They are fucking, you know, basically just two bodybuilders that are out there, you know, going at it. But I just, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. Smarky back. And we got smart back. Um, you good? All right, we can't smart yet. But again, um, this match though, I really liked, and I really liked once Rhea came out, kind of saved, um, Ember Moon. Smart, you there? All right, I think you, so. All right, you are back. Um, I really liked the, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, Rhea coming out and the stare down between the two of them, um, dragging out Ember Moon. And we get the little stare down between uh, Rhea Ripley and Gonzalez to end the show with a, uh, a boner. No, I, <laughs> I mean, and NXT. There you go. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about it before. This is like kind of the feud that they want. Like they've been, they've had them, they've competed before, obviously, singles competition and whatnot, but they, they want this to be sort of the on running, long going, long standing feud. Right. Do, as they say, Titans. So it's like, you know, they weren't. I'm, I'm not opposed to giving them some more matches together. No, I actually want to see more more of these two in the ring um showing what they can do man so Mm -hmm. i guess we'll see i guess we'll see as time goes on what happens but um you know nxt just fuck or uh aew just fucking killed them in the ratings but again that doesn't mean to me doesn't mean nxt was a bad show it just means more people wanted to watch AEW live than NXT again, man. With the with with DVR and Hulu and the network, it's it's not. I I almost feel the ratings aren't as bad as we think they are with all those out there. You know what I mean? There's ways to watch NXT. After sure. Wednesday, there's not as many ways to watch AEW after, unless you're downloading torrents. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you know NXT still has the people that are going to do it on DVR, which they will. The network's going to load it. Hulu's going to load it. So, just those little Wednesday night. Ratings, I wouldn't say they're as, you know, set in stone as we think they are. I think NXT's biggest problem, in my opinion, is just that it's a matter of, it's a, it's, it becomes a cycle. Where it's like, okay, NXT is no matter what, you know, even if they want to say that it's the third brand and they're on equal footing, yada, 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 yada. It's still a feeder system. They're still going 
We used people from NXT to be on Raw and be on SmackDown. And, you know, mm-hmm. But the problem with that becomes, probably talk about later, when people get called up from NXT, they don't end up doing much, usually, barring a couple of exceptions. Well, And then they don't use them, so the intrigue to follow them when they do get called up isn't there. But then also... You, when people are in NXT, you, you're constantly worried about them getting called up and them getting misused. So you almost don't want to bother getting involved with any of that. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it: when you've got your, you know, like you just called it, your feeder system going up against Sting, who's been around since the '80s, it's hard to pop a rating. Sure, you know, so. You know, I, I I get it, but I don't know. Again, more shit. NXT again, not a bad show at all. Just I believe when it come when it comes to going up against what you're getting on AEW, is a bit inferior. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and again, when you know, again, you just said it, dude. It's their feeder system. If Usually they, NXT only wins when it's a scenario that there's some sort of a gimmick or like event going on. Right. So I guess I'm like the only thing you And smart cut out on us. All right. Themed wow. shows and things like that, and then mm-hmm. that becomes a matter of becoming too much after a while. Yeah. 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 I mean it's it's just it's 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 just something you can't I don't know. Again, when when you've got your feeder system trying to compete with a show with like you know Sting and Cody Rhodes and Arn Anderson and Jericho, it's not going to compete. It's not going right. to compete. I'm sorry. And I, again, AEW had a great show this the, this week. Um, we'll see what they do next week. Again, Smart, like you've said, and a lot of people say the next week is really what kind of shows the ratings from the week before. Mm-hmm. So, but AEW, once again, already has announced most of their matches for next week. And what does NXT have for next week? Right. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you anything, but I, could, I can tell you just without even looking that they did announce that they're going to have Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela next week. Right. Exactly. May not be the greatest match in the world, but you know what's going to happen. So you're going to be like, you know, already people are going, okay, I got I, I want to watch that match. I don't want to watch that match. You've already got your mind made up whether you're watching or you're not watching. Right. And NXT's got what lined up for next week? Exactly. Exactly. So... I don't know, man. I mean, they really got to start maybe announcing things, planning things. I don't know if maybe their writers don't have anything planned, which I hate to say, that's kind of what it feels like. They're just planning these shows on the whim, trying to go up against... Are they waiting for AEW to announce their shows? Well, AEW is announcing their shows early, so you should be able to counter that. But I don't know. We'll have to see as time goes on. I totally agree with that. And I feel like if they got into a position where they speak, it became every week, 
I feel like it would help them in the sense that they would actually have to think ahead more often than they normally do. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, God forbid they, you know, write some storylines that'll last more than, you know, six weeks. So I don't know. Right. As we go, we will see. Um, I guess we can, uh, I guess we can get into SmackDown from there. If you want. Um, or do you want to do a little bit of news? Either or. It's, it's all good either way. Let's get SmackDown out of the way. I don't have a shitload in the SmackDown yeah. notes, so uh, literally, I don't have a lot at all. Um, what did you think of the Sasha contract signing with Adam Pierce out there? Of course, I, I do got to say, I'm glad they're letting Adam Pierce do these contract signings. Cole just isn't right for him. And Lawler coming out there just always causes controversy. He creeps me out. So Pierce coming out and doing these is kind of like the kind of like the just saving grace. It's a good idea. He's got no bad shit behind him. Good idea. So I like Pierce coming out. We get a contract signing with, you know, Adam Pierce. Um, what do you think about this whole thing, Smart? I mean, kind of similar to how I felt about last week. I, not as bad. I thought last week's segment was bad. But, like, the way that their characters are, they're kind of the same character. So it's just like, it, one's supposed to be a face, one's supposed to be a heel, but they're both, like, kind of egotistical and, like, borderline obnoxious. So it's like, there's not a lot of likability. There's not a lot to root for on either side. Well, Sasha didn't sound like she inhaled helium, and Carmela did. That is very true. Which annoyed the fuck out of me with her fucking voice. Um, uh, Corey Graves, I, 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 I'm just going to say now, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for you, brother. Um, but anyway, let's move on from there. <laughs> um, the, again, the, the, this whole thing set up Carmella versus Sasha for the title. I believe immediately we all knew this was going to end at a fuck finish, some sort of no, no finish DQ or whatever. Now, did I imagine things? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I had to have. But did I imagine things, or was this supposed to be a cage match? No. Nah, did you start drinking before the show? I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I could have swore that they said it was going to be a cage match, but I could have swore that they were putting up like graphics that said as much. I don't know where you got that from. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's it's been a long day. I'll say that, but I haven't been drinking, but I... I haven't been entirely focused either. So there you go. Huh. Maybe I need a shot. Um, chat room. Do you remember a cage match or is Smart drunker than me, which doesn't usually happen. Well, sometimes. Anyway. Um, According we, to Antox. Yeah, Antox. Antox allows. No. Oh, I'll give it a minute. Um, Kayla's backstage with the Street Profits. They're talking about the uh, Montez match with Ziggler, which is up next. Um, Montez Ford talking about making it rain. Solo cups. And he does. And he... Blue. Solo cup smart. If you're Montez Ford, do you feel like you got slided a little bit? If because like let's follow the like let's follow the trajectory here. Like okay, Undertaker can shoot lightning, Kane can shoot fire, like Bray Wyatt can, can 
time somehow. You can like open up portals to the past. And then if your mind tests forward, like your magical power is that you could just make solos appear out of nowhere. Well, listen. Everyone who has a mag- magic power has to embrace it. Well, I can also jump 93 feet in the air to do a standing moonsault. So there's that. That's a magic power, too. And by the way, his dropkick is fucking a thing of fucking poetry. Standing moonsault in the match, and it was like the fucking highest I've ever seen anybody get on just a standing on the mat into a moonsault that I've ever seen. This is crazy. It looked like he was from the top row. Uh, dude, like, Ford is unbelievable when it comes to to agility and stuff like that. But I mean, just absolutely amazing, but I don't know. Just, I I, I just, they're taking the, the, again, they're taking this, you know, tag team titles and they're kind of just making them fools. Always. Why? 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 (laughs) I mean, always, that's always what happens. They make the, t- you had, you know, you, they weren't tag team champions at the time, but you have Almas and Big Show, not Almas and Big Show, Almas and Andrade losing to the Big Show while they're about to be challenging for the tag team title. Where they have, you know, the, the two guys that are feuding and don't like each other, you put them in a match against an established tag team, usually for the tag team titles. And the, Two people that don't even like each other beat the team that's been teamed together for X amount of years and has good enough chemistry to win the world you know, tag team championships. So they just they don't value tag team rep. That I mean, that's why we were talking about Omega being lost in the shuffle because he was in a tag team. Mm. We're conditioned to think that tag team wrestling is a lesser form of professional wrestling because of what the WWE does. Yeah, which is sad because I'm a huge tag team fan. I really am. I really like tag sure. team wrestling. I mean, I'm obviously, I mean, I've, I've praised the rock and roll express a thousand times in this show, or maybe more. If, 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 if I've done it more than a thousand, I apologize. Uh, the, yeah, the road warriors, huge fan of the road warriors. And, you know, you got Montez Ford out there who, no, he's not a jacked up guy like the road warriors. Not at all. But when you really look at him and he's out there and he's performing, bro, he's got some Morton in him. He's got that drop kick. He's got the fucking ups. He's, he's, he's definitely amazing when it comes in the ring. But, you know, I, I just feel like they're, they're, they're making the, with these guys, with Montez and, uh, what's the other guy's name? Dawkins. Dawkins. They're almost just trying to make them like the like the tag titles are a joke. And I'm not happy about it. I've never been happy when they try to make the tag titles a joke. Which is, I mean, it's an interesting pivot, too, because we're only a couple of weeks removed from that big feud they had with the New Day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I mean, look what they've done with the New Day. We'll get into that in a few minutes here. Um, actually, you know what? Let's get into it right now. You speak of the New Day, and we get uh, Big E. Sammy and Big E are having a little feud. Um, and, you know, that they do a little backstage segment there 
with uh, Sammy complaining about, no, I don't have a shirt, blah, blah, blah. And then Big E comes out with his new shirt, and Apollo Crews comes out smiling with a stick figure shirt for Sammy. Um, but I, you know, and I, by the way, we, I, me, I'll go ahead and say it. We forgot to mention Biggie's coming out with the powder again. Mm-hmm. And a new theme song. And a new theme song, of course, which we knew he was going to get. I, I had no doubt he was going to get that. Um, but we get a Biggie versus Sammy match here. And I got to say, man, I'm liking the Biggie run. I'm liking where it's going. I hope it lasts. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope it lasts. Smart. As do I. I mean, they're they're, they're starting at least. I had seen uh, they were talking about some potential people for Roman to wrestle at WrestleMania. Um, his name was floated on that short list of people, but I guess it got shot down because he's not where they want him to be quite yet. But I mean, they obviously just started the singles push, so right. Hopefully, we'll get there soon. Yeah, hopefully we will. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Wife shot, shot wife, wife shot. Thank you, baby. Cheers to you. And it is, in fact, almost 11 your time. So, again, on the top of the hour. She is good at calling when the hour's almost done. All right. Um, yeah, I, I really hope they continue this Big E run. I, again, I've praised Big E, I don't know how many times on this show. I've said before, I feel he can be your champion. I, I don't know why you wouldn't want Big E with his charisma, with the fact that he knows what to say and what not to say, with the fact that he is just a very likable guy doing talk shows, doing right. your media, doing going out there with that belt on his shoulder and just going out there and being Biggie, being himself. I don't know why you wouldn't. So I'm hoping this lasts. I'm hoping eventually this comes to him beating Sami Zayn, getting that IC title, which, you know, the IC title used to be the guaranteed way to almost get your way to the to the championship, you know? The heavyweight championship, Smart. Mm-hmm. Not it was that, a workers' title. It was supposed to be for yeah. the people that were really good wrestlers or the people that they thought were next in line for the world championship. Right, right. It was the title that built you to that championship. Um, and I'm hoping that's what they're going to do with Big E. Maybe go a little old school and do that with him. Um, it's looking like they may, but I'm not sure. I would hope they did, man. I would love to see this guy on the news on the fucking talk shows, being himself, being the funny biggie that he is. Um, but this match, I enjoyed it. I had f- it, it was a fun match, and they made it even more fun by kind of the, the, the way they, they, they had Biggie lose. Um, again, they didn't have Biggie get bitched out, which I appreciated. Um, it was more of a. It was a. It was a countout. Mm-hmm. It was a Sami Zayn being smarter than Biggie countout with uh, Sami Zayn slapping Biggie, rolling out of the ring, and then Biggie chases Sammy. Goes Sammy goes under the ring, 
when the reference is at five, when mm-hmm. uh, that was already that, Sammy gets back in the ring and, you know, Biggie gets counted out. Doesn't hurt either guy. It actually it 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 actually helps both guys, in my opinion. This this match, yeah. Well, go ahead. I was just I I I had to agree with that because you don't have like you said you don't have anybody looking like an idiot. Nobody has their sort of game plan exploited or you know whatever makes a big huge mistake. It was just more of you know Sandy or Sandy (laughs) Sammy using underhanded tactics, which is kind of par for the course. Mm Exactly. It's what his character is, and I, I mean, he, I, I, I like Sammy. I think his character right now is great. I like that he's playing kind of the. He's kind of like the Che Guevara, in WWE. Look what he's wearing. Look what he's looking like. And yeah. I, or even just a tamer version of like what Punk was doing. He's like, well, where's my t-shirts? How come little, I'm not on this? How come I'm not on that? A little, but he's kind of trying to be the dictator and again i mean you know i i listen i know the, the don't sit here and say oh you don't know the history behind che guevara he hated gays he hated blacks i know i get it but that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying sammy's trying to be the dictator of wwe that's all i'm saying i'm not saying sammy's out there hating anybody at all no one but i like what they're doing with him but I think Big E, in the long run, man, they've got to push this guy. They don't, I, I really feel they don't know what they're missing if they don't push this guy. Well, we were talking about not too long ago about how, you know, like back in the day, you would have all these characters that would appear on like talk shows. You have like fucking The Undertaker on Regis and Kathy Lee or whatever. You know, you'd have Randy Savage on, you know, fucking Arsenio Hall. Just things like that, where it's like these larger than life, you know, characters and they're char- people, you know, people playing characters. But that's like the, that's what I feel like makes Biggie so perfect for the time. Is like he's this larger than life personality. He's a very interesting, charismatic, kind of funny guy who draws people's attention. But he's not playing some out like this kind of silly, outlandish character that you know you have to like play, you know play along with and kind of be tongue in cheek with it. He's being himself. He's like dressed a little bit, you know, flashy, a little bit silly in that regard, but you know, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing too outlandish for a wrestling person, you know, character. So it's just like, he is being himself, but he as himself is sort of a larger than life person. He may be an outlandish type of character, but he also feels like he's, that's his natural character. Right. So, in that kind of just puts him on that level. Yeah, it's rooted in reality. Exactly, exactly. Which I think makes just I I don't know, man. Um, but again, Sammy did win this match by countout, which again I think hurt nobody in this match. And I think it was the right, actually, the a good build towards both guys. Sure. So and it's WWE. You know, I'm praising WWE here. Um, but anyway, we get Bailey backstage cutting a promo on Sasha and Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is behind her. Um, now, Smart, I got to I gotta say, blue lipstick? I don't think so. Hmm. It's a little much. I'm a guy. 
so don't take my opinion. But I think the blue <laughs> lipstick is a little much. I kind of don't have an opinion one way or the other on that, honestly. Okay. Again, I'm a guy. <coughs> don't take my opinion at all. Well, I, I, I kinda, just feel it's a little, it looks a little weird on her, but go ahead. Well, like, I kind of like some, some of that, which is not what she's doing, obviously, but I like some of that kind of, like, alternative punk rock ex- aesthetic on women sometimes where they have like the, you know, fucking green or black or whatever color makeup on, you know, the sort of more eye catching popping type colors and just the traditional like red that you might see or whatever. So it's like, I, I like that look. Just don't really care one way. No, I, I, I get it, but the, the blue doesn't go on her lips. I actually is, but like that's, Again, that's the l- l- thing listen. that becomes annoying about it is that they just have to force everything be blue because that's the color of the SmackDown. Mm, I get it. And again, I have I have no problems with her looks. I think I actually think Bianca Belair is gorgeous. Um, her body is amazing. Um, but I just I just didn't like the blue lipstick. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I did think uh, we'll get into the match. Um, later, and I do th- obviously this is working into a Carmella Sasha, you know, Bianca Belair three way. Um, I think mm. you don't think so, not no, that I, kind of three way, you fucking perv. <laughs> there we go, that's Jeez. what that was for. Christ, anyway, let's go ahead and get into Kevin Owens out there. Um, Kevin Owens comes out after commercial. Um, he's throwing a table in the ring. He's throwing a ladder in the ring. He's throwing a chair in the ring. Hey, TLC's coming up. Um, Roman watching backstage. And uh, Jay says, let me get him. Let me get him. Let me kick his motherfucking ass. And Roman says, go get him. I like the promo by Owens. And I got to... Spark, I got to ask you something. Sure. Do you prefer smart ass babyface Owens or heel Owens? Honestly, seriously, I know it's a tough one, but seriously, what do you prefer? I'm trying not to be the person. That anyone on the internet, they always say that everyone nah, is better as heel. Fuck the internet. Say what you think. <laughs> I think he pulls off the role as being like kind of still being a bit of a smart ass as a face. I think he pulls it off well. I like it. I agree. Kevin Owens is a is a better smart ass baby. And again, I don't want to see Kevin Owens going out there and smiling and hugging babies and doing that. I like smart ass Kevin Owens baby face better than I like heel Kevin Owens. It fits him. I don't know why. It fits him. But then again, if you sat there and met Kevin Owens. Let's just say you met Kevin Owens in a bar. You're sitting there. You're drinking with the guy. You would kind of picture him as that smart ass baby face, more like like this, like this, like the funny smart ass, more than the kick your ass smart ass. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I enjoy it more um, than the. And 
again, it's not a lot of characters I enjoy Babyface more, but Owens is one of those smart-ass babyfaces that I like. I prefer him as the smart-ass kind of babyface, kind of still-shitting-on-you-heel kind of guy mm-hmm. than anything. Ah, that's just me. Well, I think with that, though, I think with a lot of... We, get, we just get so much of that when it comes to heels nowadays of just people that are smarter than you and they, you know always have to have the last word and cut you down and you know the the, the smart ass heels that we would just see so much of it to see somebody actually do it well as a face still kind of be sarcastic and a little smarmy you know like this eh, uh-huh. it's terrible it's a change of pace yeah yeah i think it you're right change of pace i think it's a nice change of pace and um i i enjoy it um but anyway uh we get uh jay eventually attacking owens um Owens gets the upper hand for a, for a little while, uh, throws him into the ladder, throws him into the table, and Roman comes down. Mm-hmm. And Heyman, this is the first time Heyman's kind of told Roman what to do. Right. Pushed back. Not pushed back, but been the, the calmer head. Sure. There you go. The calmer head is how I feel it was. That's how this came off. Paul was the was the calmer head that would eventually persevere in the end. Um, you know, listen, Paul was saying, you know, um, you know, hey, you make the rules. Owens right now has the upper hand. Don't fall into his game. This was a little more of the. Lesnar Roman, well, I'm sorry, Lesnar Heyman, than sure. than the I'm scared of Roman Heyman, and I like that. I think that's what we need more of, more of Heyman taking the reins, telling Heyman or telling Roman what to do. So I like that. I think that's more of the way it needs to go. Um. But uh, n- not having Heyman be in the, the, oh, I'm scared of Roman Reigns. I don't like that. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll uh, get smart back in a minute. Um, anyway, after we get all that, again, Owen's in the ring. Um, Roman comes out again. We get that. Now, Owen's comes out and after all that Owens walks away and then we come back from commercial and Owens is backstage he's talking to Kayla and he's walking fine why does he do that keep limping I want to see you limping away but anyway that's the thing there uh Kayla kind of catches him as he's walking backstage and talks to him um, Reigns hits Owens in the back with a chair and then beats the living shit out of him. And we kind of get Roman cutting a nice head of the table type promo in the, uh, in the camera as, as, uh, Owens crawling behind him and he keeps beating the hell out of, out of uh, Owens. I like where this is going and, uh, I, I see where it's going. 
and I'm I'm willing to see it. It's going to be a good thing. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the next match. Uh, Ruby, Liv, and Billy Kay versus... Um, Lou, I'm sorry. Ruby and Liv versus Billy Kay and Natalia. Um, not crazy about this match. I got to be honest with you. Everything Billy Kay does to me seems forced. Like... Everything seems just forced to me. There's nothing natural about her in that ring. It just all seems forced. Every kick, every punch, every little thing she does just seems like she's forcing it to happen, and it doesn't look good to me. Um, But, you know, they do a little thing in this match. Natty is supposed to be falling down, which... Billy Kay misses her completely, and Natty still falls down. And then, you know, Ruby and Liv would do win the match. So, anyway. Now, after that, this is where I want to get. Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez comes on and promotes the Sasha versus Carmella match. Um, now... Mario Lopez has been kind of in the in the media lately for a KFC ad he's been doing. Not an ad. It's a Kentucky Fried Chicken Lifetime. Oh, they're smart. Alright. So Mario Lopez is doing a Kentucky Fried Chicken mini movie. Smart. Um, I've got the trailer. I'm gonna play it. Smart. This is some wild shit. This, I'm so glad that I'm back here. For this. I am so glad you are back for this because this is. Whew. Let's play it. Hold on. Let me get it going. <laughs> Let me get it going. I hit it. It's gonna take a few seconds, but we'll get it loaded up. Um, yeah, he's doing a mini movie for a lifetime that's going to promote Kentucky Fried Chicken, but it's literally a movie. And here we go. What the hell are you doing? A lifetime original mini movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. We all have our secrets. If you marry my daughter, I promise there'll be more long weekends in your future. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! Just kill him already! Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders. The new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders in a recipe for seduction. Premieres December 13th at noon, only on Lifetime. Presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay. That's not a joke. There is really only one way that could have been. No, no. How, how... That could have been made better as if the narration was being. Bobby Anthem. Bob. 
<laughs> There's a recipe for seduction. You're right. Bobby and them could have been doing that, and it could have been, been better. Uh, <laughs> I would give him a good $5 just to hear him say the phrase, Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. Oh, shit. I would fucking... Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Mario Lopez, again, I, I I had to bring that up. Because, again, Mario Lopez has been in the news this week for this little thing. But it is a mini movie that Lifetime is doing. So I'm, I'm going to have to watch this. Mark, I will make sure you know the time and date of this movie. I'll fucking watch it. Why uh, not? I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> we will watch this. We will watch I mean, if this. you tell me that there's like some kind of a romantic drama based on Colonel Sanders trying to kill people, like I'm locked in. Well, no, or they're the, trying to kill Colonel Sanders. Either yes, way, I'm down. They are trying to kill Colonel Sanders. So we will definitely be getting more into this um, as we go through all this. But uh, yeah, oh my God. That is going to be great to watch. And I I don't know why they had to have Mario Lopez. It was just a weird timing that they had to have him on. The week that everyone is literally laughing about this, you know, whole thing there. And if you look at the video, please go on YouTube and look at that video. It is on there. Uh, just type Mario Lopez KFC. Done. You're good. And he looks like... They wanted to show the guns, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about literal firearms here. Right. The, 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 right. No, we're talking about the fucking arms, buddy. Oh, right. Absolutely. We're talking about the fucking arms, the biceps, my man. And uh, they look like they started dressing him up as, you know, Colonel Sanders. And then we're like, wait, he looks too old. <laughs> they stop. Basically gave him the hollow. Yep, they look at it. They said, "Stop." That's enough of the age, and they just put him in the fucking movie. It's weird, but we will talk about that more as it goes. What did he say, Smart? You there? All right, Smart might not be there. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, Nakamura versus. <laughs> Cesaro, uh, oh my God, Nakamura versus Nakamura and Cesaro versus Chad Gable and Otis during during uh, SmackDown here. Um, I see what they're doing with the Gable and Otis. Gable is kind of manipulating Otis throughout this thing, and that's going to come about as we go. So they're forwarding the Otis character. In here, um, again, I feel really sorry for Tucker because Tucker's not getting much at all when it comes to going on here. But we'll see what goes on there. Um, Cesaro actually made me dizzy with the, how many times he spun Gable um, in this thing. But uh, the Gable Academy, I, I enjoy what they're doing again. But I just, I see where eventually it's going to come down to Otis versus Gable. And we'll see what happens there. Um, 
Uh, Cesaro does pick up... Nakamura and Cesaro do pick up the one in this match. Now, we get to the main event, which is Carmella versus Sasha, which we, again, talked about in the beginning. Uh, It's for the Women's Championship. We knew this was going to end in kind of a... I felt that this was kind of obviously going to end in a fuck finish. And it did, with uh, Carmella getting the win via submission... Not, not submission, I'm sorry. Via DQ. And smart right All right, we got Smart back. And I, again, I felt this match here uh, with, uh, with um, Carmella and Sasha was going to end with a fuck finish. And we kind of knew it was going to. Carmella basically, to me, is Scarlet Bordeaux if you ordered her off Wish? <laughs> kind of. I'd say I was getting more of a Lana vibe. Like a slightly mm. better wrestler, but like more plastic looking. Mm. I guess you could kind of go for both there. They're both kind of the same kind of thing if you were if you work with it. But I mean, really, when you think about it, More or less, yeah. I mean, they're trying to bring Carmella in as this, you know, smoke show who is doing all this. Cra- it kind of is the same character when you think about it. Yeah, kind so, of. Yeah, I can see it. But again, um, I didn't mind this really. It, it the match wasn't great to me, but uh, Carmella. At the end of the, you know, again, Carmella did win this match by DQ. Um, she picked up the only clear bottle on the table, which kind of made you realize it was not a real glass. And breaks it over Sasha's back. I think we realized that was sugar glass, sugar glass or um, movie, you know, the kind of glass they use in movies. It was sugar. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will give them a little bit of credit though, because Cole sold that shit like it was the worst thing that's ever happened. Of course, what do you in the history of humanity? Because he like broke that bottle against her bag and he goes, "What the hell are you doing? Are you crazy?" Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, just... it's fucking Cole. Um, but uh, yeah, there were. Uh, I don't know, man. I just not quite sure this was the way to end this show <laughs> it <sighs> well it would have been better if it was the cage match which is what I thought it was going to be yeah would have been much better um, I have no idea where the hell I got that from but yeah I mean I agree it was a little bit down tempo but I mean and, and you know because the thing about it is though, more than anything is you know that they're going to have a match at TLC. So, like, the idea that she's putting her title online this week on a random episode of SmackDown, like, you know that you're not going to get a conclusive finish. No. So there's there's not a lot of reason to kind of just hunker down and get invested into it. No. No, not at all. Um, all right. Uh, now, Smart, real quick. I know we didn't usually do this, but I have got to pee like you wouldn't believe um, we're going to take, a quick... <laughs> yeah, we're taking a break, uh, real quick, like five minutes. I've got to pee like a motherfucker and, um, 
We're going to do that real quick, and then we'll be right back. Luckily, you download people will not know the difference. So give us a quick minute. We're going to pee. I am, at least. And we will be. Together, uh, synchronized. There you go. We will be right back with the rest of the show. Don't have much left. See you soon. Later. All right. Sorry about that. I had a pee. Ah, you know how it is. When you got to go, you got to go. But really, I had to go. So there you go. All right. And uh, I believe we kind of finished SmackDown from there. And um, we'll go ahead and get into the rest of the news. Um, there's a few big things going on. Um, do you want to kind of mention this right here, Smart? Um, WWE, not very happy with Snoop Dogg. He's in the doghouse? He is in the doghouse, sir. We uh, forgot to mention the other night that he was uh, doing a little host appearance for AEW on their show. And um, WWE not very happy about that. Um, Is Sasha going to go through a table for nine weeks? (laughs) You never know. I mean, she already got a bottle broken over her. Ah, good point. Good point. Um, I don't know. I, I'm obviously. I mean, you know, I, I, I've said before. I like Snoop. Um, he's on that show with Cody, and for him to be jumping over to do this isn't exactly a a fucking his choice. It, it, it's not a fucking like. It's not like you're throwing a stone and. You know, it's it's right there. It's on the same channel. It's on the same everything. I don't know. I don't. I, I get why WWE is pissed. When they when they own you, they own you, right? Right. And they want. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is like that's what makes it so dumb. Is like I get. <laughs> I totally agree with you. That's how they think. That's how they feel. But like, did they not know that he was already on a show with Cody? Like, is this the double whammy for them? They just weren't expecting any of this shit? Because, I mean, that's the reason why he's on there. He's on there because he's fucking promoting his TV show. He could give a fuck about AEW. Exactly. And, I, I, I mean, I, I, listen, I know he's got the, you know, I would expect uh, Sasha to get a new theme, <laughs> a new entrance theme. Uh, I was probably. listening for it. I was very curious if they were going to give her have her keep her theme this you know tonight. Yeah, I was and so far she she did keep the original theme. She did, and I would assume eventually that's going to change. But um, I mean, yeah, he's on the show with him. It makes sense, and he's. Just, I mean, you know, this isn't fucking high school. Can we just stop this shit? It would be really funny if they made like. Because they made Undertaker uh, Snoop Dogg shirts, and then funny if AEW put out like a fucking Snoop Dogg Sting T-shirt. Mm. Well, see how that goes. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I if if this burns Snoop's you know so-called bridge with WWE, I think it's pretty petty of WWE to do this. He didn't. <laughs> and, don't you? No, I totally agree. I was just laughing because of. I remember 
<clears throat> that Fred Durst is still banned from WWE shows because uh-huh. he gave the middle finger. True. Very true. He is. So, you know, that way there's one guy you can't have, but I don't know, man. I mean, Snoop Dogg is probably a name you want to keep around. He loves your company. He's uh, his cousin is Sasha Banks. It's right. I would feel it's some, someone you want to keep. Even though he's doing what he's doing with Cody, I mean, it's just a TV show. Plus, I mean, he's on fucking everything. Right. Like we were talking about, I was talking to you off air about this. He fucking performed and commentated the Mike Tyson fight. Right. He's doing commercials with fucking Martha Stewart. He'll probably show up tomorrow fucking dancing on Ellen. Like, you know, just anything. <laughs> like, I know tomorrow's Saturday. I don't care. He'll still do it. Yeah. But, like, just, he's all... Yeah, I mean, you never know. If a relationship with him, then it's going to hurt him to not have a relationship with you. Yeah, I mean, you, like I said, man, you never know where that guy's going to show up, so never hurts to keep him on a, on call, if you will. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and move on from that. Um, WWE had an employee meeting on Tuesday. Um, I got this right here from Wrestling Inc. They give a few highlights of the meeting. Um, mostly the meeting was to, um, introduce Nick Khan. Ha <laughs> Yeah. Khan versus Khan. I know we've, we've, we, we already made the joke. Um, he was hired back in August when we talked about it. Um, so they kind of introduced him. He's again going to take, he's the chief revenue officer. So basically he's the president of the company. And um, we'll be, you know, hear more about him in the long run. But uh, they were told about uh, st- they are moving the company from uh, not not out of Connecticut. They're moving from one location in Stanford to downtown Stanford, Connecticut. So they were they that uh, was one thing talked about. And it was reported that Sanjay Dutt is now working as a NXT trainer at the Performance Center. Yep. He is uh, a steel or Chris guy, I guess is his real name. He's back too. He got furloughed over the spring during that big outbreak of hearings that happened during uh, you know, the beginning of COVID. So I guess they're slowly but surely just bringing back bits and pieces of the pe- like dozens of people that they let go. So I guess good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad to see Sanjay Dutt still back. Kind of what they did, what they did as a whole. Is kind of... Yeah, I'm glad to see Sanjay Dutt back. I mean, he's a he's a good talent and uh, can do a lot for the company. So good to see him back working, especially as a trainer. Um, and we'll uh, we'll see what his influence brings to us uh, to, to to people and um, and along with uh, you know um, Sanjay Dutt, we got uh, Steve Armstrong. Out there, another Armstrong out there, Chris Guy, also known as a Steel. So, you know, many, many more things happening in the Performance Center. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens in there. And that was really most of the, like, the, the, the highlights of that call. Um, one of the quick thing, and then we'll get into the last thing we're going to get into tonight. WWE NXT. Yeah is looking to form one other show, Smark. Oh? In India. Oh. Yep. WWE NXT is reportedly 
scheduled to launch in 2021. So look out for that. Um, <laughs> Trying to get some of that sweet ring cucking money. Ah, there you go. The ring cucking money. Uh, the new NXT India TV series will air in the Indian market and is expected to begin filming in January. Um, according to uh, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics and John Pollock of Post Wrestling, who the latter is who I would actually take their word from than the other guy. So we will see. But, um, you know, they've been breaking into this market for the last, what, two years, Mark, I would say? Seems like it, yeah. Seems like it. We'll see what this does, and we'll see where they bring this. Um. Hey, I don't, don't ask me if Kali's involved. I don't have a clue. But I mean, in a way, it seems kind of like this is a contingency plan of a sort because mm. they, they did. You know, they obviously they got NXT UK going, so you're good for them. But they're trying to do NXT Japan. That didn't work. Like all the Japanese promoters, like kind of just told them to go fuck themselves. They're not working with them, yeah. which made me laugh. They tried to, you know, they tried to do an NXT Mexico. That didn't work because just, you know, the tradition is so strong over there. It's hard to break in, um, you know. So and then you end up becoming like this is like the third or fourth option for them. So it's like, I bet you they're thrilled in India to hear that, you know, basically they're the fucking sloppy fourth or fifths. Yeah, I mean, and, and WWE does have the distribution deal with Sony Pictures uh, in India, so you know they 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 had to do something with it. They don't want to waste the money on it, so you know that's that's something they'll do. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it and uh, how they uh, now, how they progress. Do Go you ahead. think that they're going to? Because I mean, this is still this is still Vince at the helm that we're talking about. So I mean, this is think as though you were Vince. Do you think that they're going to end up signing a roster full of? you know, native-born Indian wrestlers, and but then in order to try to make it more, quote-unquote, palatable for the rest of the world, they're going to give them names like Steve and William? Well, they're going to start out... I, I figure they start out with the, the, the regular names, and then, and, and, and then mm. once they come to them, they'll move on from that. I see. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm figuring. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get into the last thing, and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, and this is kind of a big thing that a lot of people are talking about right here. Um, according to Meltzer on Wrestling Observer, WWE and Vince, according, according to Meltzer, this is Vince's idea, is going to be bringing some guys back to the Performance Center to get them more training. The main, I mean, some of the, some of the names on this are Otis, Dabakato, Mace, who I believe is Dio Madden, um, and uh, Omos. Now, the one name, Smart, that stands out to me as possibly going back is Keith Lee. What? Exactly. What could Vince see bad in Keith Lee if Meltzer is right on this? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the buzzer and I'm going to say what is skin color, Alex. Uh, but no, seriously, I yeah, like what has he done wrong? Like he hasn't had bad matches. The fucking the whole big you know thing that everybody's been complaining about is how he, his entrance attire changes or his ring attire changes. Yeah, exactly. How theme song isn't good. Exactly, and 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 you know I, you know I may maybe he's talking about his promos. But once again, Keith Lee's pro- they're, not, they're, they're, not, they're not, though, because they're talking about sending them to the Performance Center, and they're talking about having them be trained by Drew Gulak and by Adam Pierce. Right, and Adam Pierce. They're not going to, with all due respect to both of those guys, they're not going to teach them how to cut promos. Mm. They don't know. I mean, exactly. I, I'm all joking aside, though, you, you, they're there to teach them to wrestle. You're not if you wanted them to get better at promos, you're not putting them with Gulag and Pierce. You're gonna put them with like, you know, fucking they got like Shawn Michaels down there, you know. Yeah, and I mean but 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 Keith Lee again, promo wise, I know. You may say he's bad. I like his promos. I think they fit him only. Wrestling wise though, I don't see an issue with Keith Lee. And I honestly I think if you see an issue with Keith Lee with, with Keith Lee Keith Lee's wrestling, I don't think it's his wrestling. I think you're saying Keith Lee is fat. And Otis, to be honest with you. I don't see a problem with Otis wrestling either in the ring. I think actually Otis is good in the ring. I think you're saying these guys need to fucking go back and trim up. That's where yeah, I'm at. Mm, big show. The old big show provision where they sent him down to OVW to like mm-hmm. lose weight. They, I mean, it's not, and they, they, they did that with, I think, like Yokozuna 2 and Vader, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They yep. sent that. They, no, they sent them to fucking fetch. They sent them to a weight loss facility. Right. And you're right. But uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of maybe the crux of it. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, you know, I mean, listen, you look, you look, Dabakato, I get it. Uh, Dio Madden, I honestly haven't seen much of his NXT stuff, so or anything else of his, so I don't really want to comment on that. Um, almost that, that's a problem, that's a problem too, though. Mm-hmm. Is like, okay, he's not a good wrestler, but you're saying, well, that's what they're putting out there that he's not a great wrestler, but like you said, you haven't seen him wrestle, which means they're not giving him reps. Theoretically, they're not putting him on TV to try to fucking work it out. Right. I mean, almost. I haven't seen him. I can't comment on that, and I wouldn't. <sighs> so, I don't know. It's just it, it. But again, the main standout there is what's your problem with Keith Keith Lee? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, but obviously, <coughs> this was one of the most you know, talked about things today because this came out today. Um, and I I, I, I I, can't see why Keith Lee would be in that, in that group. I mean, you take, you take Keith Lee and Dabakato, I'll take Keith Lee. You take Keith Lee and Mace, I'm taking Keith Lee. Keith Lee and Omos, I'm taking Keith Lee. Keith Lee and Otis, I'm taking Keith Lee. But, I, I I I don't I don't know I don't see and again this this is you know just a couple of dirt sheets doing this 
let's not sit here and be like, this, this has to be Vince. But to me, it feels like out of this group, Dabakato, not in horrible shape. Dio Madden, not in horrible shape. Omos, you know, big and tall. And then two heavier guys. Right. I feel like this is something that they want these guys to trim down a little bit and come back looking jacked. I don't know if you, I don't know if you can do that with either one of these. They're bigger guys. Keith Lee is not going to come back looking like Triple H. Absolutely no. not. Keith Lee will come back looking like Keith Lee. So I don't yeah. know what they're going for here, honestly. Oh, no, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. And like the, the Keith Lee part is like the part that stands out the most because like they. More than maybe anybody else have like used him stop start stop start stop start like more than maybe anybody else, right? Because it, the first when they had first signed him, there was rumors that he was going to just even skip NXT and be straight to the main roster. That's how much they believed in him. Was what they were reporting. Mm-hmm. That turned out to be bullshit. He goes to NXT. They use him for a little bit on NXT, but then there goes several months. And granted, he was injured during a little bit of this time where he wasn't booked on any of the takeovers. Then they get the NXT TV show. He starts getting booked on takeovers, starts getting over. Survivor Series thing happens. He gets super over, ends up, you know, moving on to the main roster. They start using him well enough at the first. You know, he beats Orton or whatever at the pay-per-view. And then next thing you know, we're right back to where we started again, of them being displeased with him. He's been that for the entire time. Keith Lee has been Keith Lee has been Keith Lee. It's one thing, if you don't like him, but he... He has not been any different from when you were scouting him on the Indies to where he is now. Yeah, exactly. He's been the same guy, the same size from here to there. He hasn't grown. He hasn't fucking done anything. He's just the same guy. And anything else is on you and your writing mm-hmm. and your storylines. So I don't get it. I don't see what they're doing with these guys. But uh, I don't know, man. What else you got? Um, and they're not necessarily news as much as it is I just have two little tidbits. Okay. Uh, Triple A. Hey, Triple A is doing Triple Mania tomorrow. Oh. It's going to be at 8 p.m. It's the, like their kind of big pay-per-view show, mm-hmm. except that they're going to be giving it away free on YouTube on their YouTube channel. Nice. So if you want to watch that, it's free for everybody. Kenny Omega is going to be defending his belt against uh, Laredo Kid. So that should be an interesting match. Uh, there's that, and also something that's a little bit more universal for everybody to enjoy. Today is the 19th year anniversary of the Booker T Stone Cold Supermarket Brawl. Oh, very nice. I was going to try to send you a clip, but I started watching it, and it is you just have to watch it. It doesn't yes. work in audio. No, 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 no. That's definitely something you have to watch. And uh, I remember that. I remember watching that live. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yep, yep. I remember watching that live at my house in Florida. Good times, good times. But uh, on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and get out of here. We've done a plenty, plenty for you guys tonight. A packed show as usual. And, of course, on that note, I want to make you guys check out the high marks. That is Cheese Man, Mojo, and that is G-Wiz. You guys want to check those guys out right there. On the Metal Mitt Network, that's right, two T's in Mitt. Metal Mitt Network right here on Mixler. 
facebook.com slash metal mint network 8 30 p.m eastern time sunday nights check out those guys bobby anthem bobby blades the inhuman experience subscribe you will not be disappointed all the usual podcast platforms you'll find those guys on and of course unscripted wrestling you will find those guys blog talk radio and of course on every other podcast platform out there and they are on like i said friday saturday sunday you never know when they're going to be on but they are on and of course steve milan i appreciate you sharing the show man really really do letterboxd boxd.com slash steven milan two l's in milan that's where you can find him over there reviewing movies and you can review us on itunes you can even find us on spreaker you can find us on youtube iheart stitcher spotify google tune in player fm and smart go ahead Yes, sir. Mondays, 8th the Metal Podcast Network is where you want to be because you want to be listening to Cheese on Sports with Cheese Man with high marks. And what else you want to do? Do you want to join me in a winter wonderland that we like to call Planet Raconteur? That is the Planet Raconteur podcast with Bobby Anthem, with Yuck Nasty, with Papa Dave Sincere. All 16 episodes, standalone stories, interviews with authors, whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever you desire is available at your podcast catcher of choice. There you go. Don't forget to check that out. Every other show I mentioned. And we will see you Wednesday night. Right, Smart? Yes, sir. See you. Yes. Time to take the band home. It's all right. Uh, if you don't know what to do with yourself, take your drunken ass home. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah.